Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group, and I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Good evening. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. Tonight's topic is challenges faced by teachers during the COVID-19 pandemic. On last week's show, we explored virtual education during the pandemic, and tonight we're going to discuss the challenges and the victories that teachers have overcome as a result of this global pandemic. So join in the conversation. Call us at 917-948-7542 or drop your comments in the chat or tag us on social media using the hashtag NHEG or post your comments on Twitter at Buffy underscore Awaken or on Spreaker, Instagram, or YouTube. Remember my fellow New Heights host, Erica Hansen's show, airs Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. As we look at the challenges faced by teachers during COVID-19, one of the things that comes to mind are the prominent challenges that... um, teachers have traditionally faced. And before I get started, my resources for tonight's show are World of Education, World of Education and the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. And there's also a blog called EdSense that uh, I'm using for tonight's show. But one of the, um, well, five of the prominent challenges that were spotlighted in the articles for tonight's show um, are number one was the personalization of uh, the old thinking that one size fits all students and we know that that is definitely not the case and I know that teachers have had to deal with that challenge the the more that we come into um the new age of technology and advances in education and advances in the world itself, we have where it seems like um, 
we have more of a personalization of um, individual um, classroom curriculum that is um, maybe not it's not required of teachers, but it's definitely implied that there's supposed to be this one size fits all, and we know that that's definitely not the case. And I'm hoping that um, teachers don't feel as though they have to individualize their coursework. But I know that there are students that fall into particular categories that they have to work with, but the one size fits all is definitely an old notion that does not fit today's framework. And then one of the other ones is making uh, the right use of technology. Um, and we know that we talked about virtual technology in the classroom on last week's show, but making sure that teachers um, understand the technologies that they're using and, and receive the adequate training that they need in order to be successful within their classroom has been another challenge. And then classroom management, which definitely could be uh, during COVID-19 if you're having classroom sessions, at, let's say at one time, um, classroom management is totally a different <laughs> A different in a different spectrum in the online setting because there's only so much of course you can control there but then you also have the parents that will be involved in that process so you have uh, kind of uh, an opposite effect of the classroom management you have the parents there but you still have to communicate and take away from the class time in order to communicate with that parent at at some point throughout throughout the day, even if it's at the end of your day. And then also um, teachers are being forced with this um, new aspect of global uh, or forced to kind of incorporate this global aspect and global awareness in the, the curriculum that they're actually bringing to the classroom. So education has uh, involved, evolved in, in, in many many ways um, as far as the classroom learning style is um, is concerned and definitely is in regards to the curriculum. And then our students have changed as well. And so um, as we grow and we learn as a society and we become more of a global society, that has been, of course, the, the push for having a more global reach and a global outlook within our classes and it kind of pushes the boundaries of um, exploration as far as the classroom is concerned and some would even call it um, this digital era more of a holistic era in education where it encompasses so many things um, from its initial um, design that we have these new norms and new trends and new terms that that are involved with education, and we we realize that this will impact uh, our student learners on their journey um, through um, the K through 12 area and the learning environment, and just the expectations of what do we actually um, require of our students in this in this different um, age of education and education system, and we know um, that. Teachers have, you know, the foundation of a, a student-centered learning approach. Um, 
There are various styles that can work. Um, sometimes uh, students are learning in group settings and they do group projects and they're faced with different challenges. And, you know, teachers, once they I clearly identify what their learning style is for um, their teaching method, then it's easier for them to be able to observe and assess, you know, what things are working um, within their classroom settings and what things they may need to tweak. And then as it, in regards to the technology aspect of it, you know, thinking definitely beyond just the basic computer, but also thinking about giving digital homework and, and making decisions that um, can be uh, the data management of that or the e-learning process can be um, engaging visually um, maybe even include some type of animation or a digital assessment so that the record keeping for the teacher um, can be more concise and um, more of a real-time um, grading system. And in doing that, if, if you, and having taught in an online setting myself, I know that once you do that pre-planning up front, um, if you plan your strategy well in advance, it's um, more clear and it's easier for the students to be able to assess kind of how they're doing in the classroom. And of course, the parents to be able to assess how the students are doing it in the classroom at a particular point in time and using those platforms to, you know, kind of get a, a more precise picture of what's relevant, what approaches have already been addressed within that classroom setting. And then thinking about the classroom management and different learning styles. And these are challenges that teachers have faced in the past. And then we're going to kind of move the conversation over to um, COVID during COVID-19. But looking at, you know, classroom management and thinking about behavior, if, if, if one, if you have patience and you set your rules and expectations early on in the class, um, it generally proves to be a better um, classroom management throughout the year. And when teachers are faced with different curriculums um, or that challenge the student, you know, creative thinking and cognitive thinking level uh, and to apply those things, you know, over the lifelong skills and development of the of the student. Um, is definitely something that is embedded within the learning plans now uh, of curriculums. And teachers are, you know, required to do these things. And it takes a lot of pre-planning and, and, and embedding the global aspect with virtual technology has, I would think, made it a little bit easier for teachers to be able to um, integrate the global awareness for the student and understanding, you know, environment and social and cultural and political um, ways that things affect our society um, locally on a state level and on a global level. And so when we are thinking about the coronavirus and the pandemic and the challenges that teachers have faced, teachers have had to Everyone is using this buzzword now, pivot, um, and to a new direction. And so in pivoting and to that new direction, I think that teachers 
are definitely rising to the occasion and providing all of those things that we expect for them to provide within this virtual learning environment. And they are very adaptable um, teachers um, when challenges, when they're faced with these challenges, um, they rise to the occasion and they're able to be flexible um, during these pandemics or during these crises and develop a lesson or a plan um, to better aid um, our students and better aid the, the parents, whether they're using any of these online platforms, whether they're using Google Classroom and utilizing that format to upload materials and have uh, assessments at the ready and go ahead and, and put their grading systems in or whether they're using Zoom or chatting via text. And I know that they have the Remind now, which is completely anonymous that teachers can use to remind students of different um, exams that are going to take place or study groups. And a lot of um, schools are using those. And definitely, we never thought we would be using our phones to communicate with our students, um, but maybe 20 years ago. Um, and then also using Google Hangout and email to kind of interact with your students in it. Definitely having most of your assignments and posting your grades in these online formats has made things pretty concise and pretty clear for parents if the parents are also um, technologically savvy. And so we don't want to take for granted that parents know those things either. But tonight's topic is um, the challenges faced by teachers during the COVID-19 pandemic, but also um, the ways that teacher arise, teachers are rising to the occasion and being able to overcome these challenges. So stay with us and I hope that you join us after the break. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic is the challenges faced by teachers during the COVID-19 pandemic, but also how teachers are rising to the occasion and, and being able to incorporate um, flexible demands that they have been faced with during this um, COVID-19 pandemic and how teachers um, have, you know, if we think about it, have adapted to the challenges throughout the years and implementing and, co and coordinating um, new and inventive ways for students to learn within the classroom and definitely using all of the online technology um, that 
is available today, um, Google Classroom, Zoom, and all these other um, aspects of um, online posting of grades and scoring of grades within the classroom setting. But we also, um, I think, sometimes may uh, not fully understand that all parents are not at that level where they completely understand the technology um, either. And so if there is a gap there, then teachers fill in that gap for us. And and trying to change, you know, the stigma um, that you only call the parent when a student is doing something poorly. So you have all of these students in this virtual world, but then you also have the teachers reaching out to all of the parents and hopefully um, changing that that stigma of, you know, oh, if my teacher's calling, <laughs> I must be in trouble. So, you know, you want to overcome that definitely. And so teachers are having to um, definitely correspond with parents either through that platform um, so that the, the parent has access to it because the students have to have access to it. But also I'm um, thinking about how our substitute teachers who come in when our teachers are, are not able to go to school and how they're filling in the gaps as well. But I'm sure that this virtual learning uh, in any subject area can be very challenging to teach virtually and to try to come up with a method that is effective and efficient uh, on the front end is probably the most beneficial. And depending on your subject area will definitely determine um, whether or not you can incorporate certain things within your actual classroom. So if you have a virtual math lesson um, that's record, recorded and it can be read aloud, um, the books, the chapters in the book can be read aloud. And those are some options for teachers and also video chat so that students can take a, kind of like a mental break from this, looking at the screen, but they can actually listen to the teacher lecture or having online postings where they can come back periodically so that the student is not staring at a computer screen the whole day. And so just varying the, the approaches of how they they utilize this technology. And also, I know that school districts around the globe are sending home these Chromebooks and tablets that are loaded with programs for students to use. But we also, again, have to understand that just because a student has, um, let's say, a cell phone knowledge or sense does not mean that 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 experience is automatically transferable to uh, a Chromebook or a tablet and the functions that operate within that. Even though they're virtually um, somewhat the same, there will still be some functions within that, that in that virtual world that you have to work very closely with the students who are learning this new technology, especially maybe the younger ones or the ones who are not as tech savvy as some. And even those of us who utilize technology on a daily basis, we run into glitches. <laughs> I know I recently ran into a few glitches myself with technology. And sometimes you think, okay, well, I did this last week and it worked perfectly fine. <laughs> and then I do it today 
and I've spent the last 30 minutes trying to get the same action to happen that uh, kind of almost instantaneously happened on last week. And so I know that we've all had those days where technology just really does not, is not working the way that we ideally thought it should. Um, and we thought, oh, this would be a quick thing for me to do. I upload this or I attach this and I send that and it's, it, you know, it's automatically done. But, you know, when you have that one-on-one when you're in the classroom, of course, you don't have that user error, which is probably the case on, on my end. But in thinking about the challenges that our teachers are facing during this uh, global pandemic, um, teachers are rising to the challenge uh, of this global pandemic, and they should definitely be commended every day for all the things that they do um, to um, aid our children in um, their educational success. But also, um, we want to keep in mind that you know the decision to for some schools to to close schools and have strictly online and then still have our teachers come in. Our teachers still have to engage with each other for professional development in some level, and that still may be virtually, um, depending on your school. Um, but the teaching profession has, you know, met these challenges and been able to uh, overcome many obstacles. And I know that they have some students who may have learning disabilities that they have also um, aided in providing, you know, information to them and on ways to overcome some of these challenges that all of our students will face in the coming months as we go into this fall of our new school, new academic school year. And so, um, and sharing this digital teaching and digital um, experience across the globe and these different learning methods, teachers can learn from each other um, by using these digital platforms and making recommendations to other teachers of, well, this particular thing worked for me. So in the spirit of community, uh, we can we can demonstrate that, you know, if I find something that works for me, then maybe... Um, it will work for you too if you have a similar um, school environment and this COVID-19 pandemic um, has definitely um, pushed the boundaries of what we traditionally have known as our education system and the framework in which we operate and so Again, I say that these challenges um, provide us with an opportunity to grow. And we understand that, you know, our healthcare workers are getting to the point where they may be burnt out. And so we don't want a system where our teachers are burnt out just from trying to navigate this new world of technology and trying to provide all the things that our our children need at school and these teaching professions and this education systems are going through continuous changes and that it's imperative that 
of course, the school districts build trust and we have to trust them um, to provide the quality education to our children and trust that, you know, they will do the best that they can do within these unprecedented times. And so, again, I find myself um, in a place of reflection as it relates to all the work and dedication and um, persistence that it takes for administrators and educators and teachers and um, janitorial staff, support staff, nurses, uh, school bus drivers, um, you know, commissions and county and city councils and school boards and state departments, um, all the roles that everyone um, has to play. And, and of course, the students and the parents as well. Um, the roles that we all must play in maintaining um, this thing we call quality education in America and trying to come up with the best solution and the safest solution to provide these uh, public services free of charge to, um, well, of course, our taxes pay for that, but um, free of charge to every student who, you know, is eligible to um, be fortunate enough to live in this great society that we live in. And so I want you to Again, thank your teachers um, for all that they do in rising to the challenge and overcoming the challenges that they face every day, uh, but especially during uh, this COVID-19 pandemic and the challenges that they're facing during, during this time. So I encourage you to, again, support your children, support each other and support the school system in providing quality education for our children and definitely for our homeschoolers. Our heart goes out to you um, as well. Our charter schools, public schools, private schools. Um, we're all in this together because we all want our children to succeed and to have um, an extraordinary uh, K-12 experience. And so that um, they can be the great leaders that we know that they are for the rest of the world. And so my name is Buffy Williams and you've been listening to um, challenges faced by teachers during this COVID-19 pandemic. And thank you for joining me on tonight's show. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group hosts on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning.
We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.